everybody. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Kinder Garden School. We're excited to be here as always. We do like to have some introductions. And so I will quickly pass this off to Kim so she can explain a few things as far as what has been done in the background. My goodness, loved ones. These queens have stepped up for you. There's even been loved ones who, you know, are in our other platforms uh, of divergence that have stepped up for this. And, you know, when you talk about a calling, when you talk about people hearing the call, we don't pay any of these people. We don't get paid to do any of this. This is because this has a resonance. That's it's because it has an energy. And, you know, we just, Darren and I keep showing up for it and we just keep having people rise for it. And our queens are first and foremost to do that for us. So on behalf of Divergence, thank you, queens. And with that, how would you tell our loved ones exactly what we have all lined up for them? Okay, perfect. So if you're joining us live today, as you guys know, please turn your camera on so we can see your beautiful faces. All of our episodes are available on our YouTube channels. We've also posted the link on our Telegram and Facebooks. So please make sure that you go rewatch them. Or if you know somebody who has missed the first two, feel free to share the links and the links to get to our Telegram groups and such. The All the notes for episodes one, two, and three will be available after this Zoom. We will share them in Telegram and they'll be left here in the chat. So if you stay on a few minutes after, you'll be able to click on and download especially if you've missed the other ones. And I believe that is everything for right now. Excellent. Okay. And if we have anything come up, our queens will be in contact with you. So lovely. I'm going to share my screen and hopefully it works this time. Here we go. Sorry, one more thing while you get that set up. If you guys have any questions, please put them in the chat. We are gathering them and we'll hopefully be able to get to them and answer them at a later time. Friday. Yes, we're really kind of looking at Friday. Friday seems to be a really good day where we can take question and answers. And that way we're leaving you all charged up, right? You got you got a little bit of a substance that you were plagued with with not having a good grasp or understanding of what it was talking about so then take the weekend to get in there and you know turn the butter and turn it into something fantastic it's about getting your hands in and, and getting playing with this stuff and again you have the weekend like darren said just to kind of there's a process in this you have to get the download and then divergence we call it the the calibration because think about that if you're getting attuned if you're beginning to raise and ascend you know when you think about even a, a body going from the bottom of the ocean and shooting up to the top ears bleed and that's just the physical body what happens to the spiritual body when it's trying to take a 3d meat suit with it yeah, it's very interesting here how this literally needs to come in miniature layers, really a little bit at a time. I know we there's a lot of stuff being dropped, um, and I do sympathize with those who have heard a lot of this stuff before. Again, just just bear with us a little bit here, loved ones, because we are trying to lay down some educational teaching videos, really, so that we only need to do these once. And then we can start branching out from here and we can then start getting into more technical stuff and more remedy. That's all to come. But again, we were trying to develop a system here that could take someone who's relatively new or brand new to this. They've never heard of any of this stuff before. So we're trying to hold hands in a large circle and share. So when you get these downloads, when you get these little drops of this, these informations, when you have those aha moments, if you have too many aha moments in a row with a, a little bit of processing, time. little bit of processing time or neutral town time or or downtime to actually absorb and calibrate and calculate these and, and organize them properly within your own self around it, you'll find that you actually don't or you're not as receptive to the more stuff coming at you. Because again, we I can we can do this for days. If you don't, you're going to get overwhelmed, and we highly emotional. And we don't want people to get overwhelmed and frustrated. This is the whole reason that we're actually trying to slow things down a little bit. And then bit. you get the panic that you're behind. Yeah. So if you ever have the panic that you're behind, it's because we have to, again, this is why we keep slowing it down. We are not about one-off remedies. We can't have a situation where this just happened. What do I do? And we're dealing with someone that's not even of 
the vibration that can do what needs to be done. So this is where this individual, uh, I think we're, we're talking about her today um, on, on the Telegram chats. Let's suggest here that there's someone that's in a panic. They need something done really quick. Well, the first thing that we can do, again, this is why we're laying down these educational programs. An individual like her, she could go look or watch six of these things, seven or 10 of these things, whatever the case may be, and then develop, okay, 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 I get it, I got it. But again, at least a vocabulary for it. There needs to be a little bit of a, a soft introduction to this. There needs to be gentle layer layers put down where each layer kind of has a bit of a, a cohesion or it kind of sticks to the next layer. Can you imagine painting your kitchen and the next day all the paint starts to peel off? Ah, why? Because the, the coat before it didn't cure. It wasn't ready. So or you didn't put a primer on. Or you didn't, or you didn't the, know that. Yeah, that type of thing. Right? You know, so there's there's these little key ingredients that, yeah, that we need to lay down first and foremost that really are it may not feel like it right now but they're going to help so much so in the future laying a solid foundation with some decent building blocks is going to reap rewards very quickly and you'll actually overcome that confusion feeling because trust me loved ones i i hate that feeling as well and divergence is about the masses right now we're not throwing a net like we did last time we're taking our kick-ass boat out into the ocean and we're going look what we have inside and if you think this is good wait till what you see on land if you want you got to jump into the boat we're not catching you we're not snaring you we're not convincing you no we're gonna present it to you and you jump in the boat or you don't <laughs> much better energy to that it is and then that, this way it actually not that I'm ever uh, afraid of dealing with stuff as it comes, because again, this whole thing did not come with a little Cole's notes version or a steps one through 10. Just do this and everything's fine. Again, this this little genie code, this little book or this manual does not technically exist. It's buried within millions of pages of, of, of text and literature that loved ones like us literally had to go through and go find and 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 and, and collect and bring together and start creating and start assembling and start putting these things into a proper scope where someone who's new to this can actually say, okay, yeah, I had no idea that's what the definition of person was. Okay, yeah, now that we're talking about corporate law, well, I understand what a corporation is. And then, then right, it just keeps spinning. And I will, we'll be able to spin this thing with, with no end in sight. We can start going so deep with stuff. So out there with words and definitions and again as this as the technicalities uh, or as the what would the word be as the uh, the substance starts to grow in complexity you will be so thankful to have a better understanding of some of the things that we're talking about today this is all just going to build all right just one moment here loved ones all right here we go so let's start episode three here on november oh my goodness it's not turning there we go okay so let's do an equity recap we love going back and talking about what we discussed on the last episode so when we're dealing with this prediction this statement of very soon every american will be in last class we discussed will be required to register their biological property so what did we learn this is what we learned i'm gonna have to just make that smaller as a summary romans 2 verse 11 it was the scripture that spoke the most for there is no respect of persons with god if you are identifying as a person, it doesn't matter how many Hail Marys, how many times you go to church, how much your paycheck is every two weeks, how much money you give to your church. None of that matters, loved ones. Father despises persons. He despises them because he was trying to warn us not to be one. They are man-made monsters. I put this picture in again so that when you think of a person, you think of a monster. We have to start realizing what we are identifying as. And I love the analogy. Every morning, your feet step on, you zip yourself up. I'm going out as this surname. Enter monster into the program. 
So now when we know what required now means, which is to demand or force, they're gonna demand or force to register us. What, what does register mean? To make public property. When you are public property, they own your ass. You are controlled by them. Ugh. This doesn't sound so good. So then we learned what biological property meant, which means anything concerning your life and any interest in it. Define an interest, please. An interest is having regard to a certain something, respecting something else. This is a pretty broad statement overall, but if I'm interested in this, or if I'm interested in that, it means that I'm having some level of thinking, I'm developing emotions about it, I'm developing attachments, I'm setting the stage, maybe I'm putting characters in place, maybe I'm gonna think of some kind of an exchange or a transaction. It's just suggesting that, you know, I, I care enough about a certain something to do something with it. So when they're going to lay claim to all of us, what we're suggesting here is they're going to express an interest in all of the biological property that we thought is ours, but it turns out it actually belongs to the public. Because if it belongs to the public, that means it's not really all yours. Again, you share, you share, you, uh, I share our surnames with all of our immediate family members, correct? So then is that particular surname or last name, is that yours? Well, you're using it, but so are they. And we're talking tens of thousands of people in some regard, hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions of people sharing the same last name. So again, how can something be exclusively yours when it is shared with so many? This is part of the genealogy that makes up the public. And once they've captured your interest, once they have you, it's game over. But ironically enough, it's actually not game over. More appropriately, it's welcome to the matrix. If you do not, if you've not come to the understanding that that is a documentary, we encourage you to watch it again. This is an incredible film, loved ones. Um, yeah, okay, the whole Hollywood and all oh, must be phoniness aside, there are a lot of parallels with this movie with what truly is happening to us in our everyday lives to the point where, again, as Jody has just suggested, this movie may have been a little bit more of a documentary than just a science fiction type thing. Very much like Terminator, who was the same author. Yeah, there's hmm. there's a lot of there's a lot of knowledge and wisdom in Hollywood. And again, this is where. Let's just call I don't want to call them just the bad people or the dark people or the that group part of the game here loved ones is even though they they do such heinous things and such evil things in the background they still for some reason adhere to this principle they actually share what they're about to do with you to you they tell you it's in your face they the actually giver. there's another movie watch the giver it's actually you read it in school in grade three or four they actually must disclose this stuff to us for some reason. It's part of the, the karmic code. We're not too sure exactly why and how, but for some reason, it's not fair if you do something to somebody and they completely know nothing about it. It's, yeah. Which is why they do follow some equitable rules, which is odd though, right? Because then they're doing all this weird, heinous stuff in the background. They have to tell us what they're doing. And again, whether this is just because they're so ignorant and they're so you know steadfast with their ways that they're not going to get caught or they're never going to be held accountable and they're just rubbing it in our faces point being if you pay attention to some of these signs and these symbolisms and these words here and there and these movies and these books and as and so the vibration of the words and so on yeah i mean there's and the energy of it that's your guide right now there's a whole world waiting for us once we make application for this social security number they were waiting for us the doors are wide open they're inviting us right on in but they need us to volunteer to do it we cannot be forced to participate in these programs because that would literally be against multiverse or, or universal laws so it is it is kind of weird just to summarize although there's a lot of weird stuff going on in the background there is a lot of uh strategy 
and there is a lot of tactical things going on where people actually do play by the rules. So Divergence decided to put in a little bit of bonus material today because as we're going through this, we can't just move through the sentence and not have a very good understanding of what the word government means. So with that, we have one of our queens from Vina who has done some research on this and is going to teach loved ones what that actually means and then crayon it. Thank you. So before I go with the virus definitions of government, I'd like to start with a question how and why governments did come to existence. And we certainly can say that at some point in the history of people, there was a need for people to be protected, uh, being from conflicts, being those conflicts internal, external, or both. So the people decided that uh, protection was easier if they stayed in groups, and if they all agreed that one or some in the group should have more powers than the others. Now the question is why did the people needed protection or why the conflicts were arising? How they couldn't deal with this? Did they lose their mind? So we can go now and actually have a look at the etymology of the word government, and it derives from Latin verb governo or governare, and means to control. And the Latin noun mens, mentis, meaning mind. So to control the mind. So as we can see, the mind needed some kind of control. <laughs> um, the next definition I would like to read is the one coming from Black's Law Dictionary, and it's the one in red. And it says that the government is the regulation, restraint, supervision, or control, which is exercised upon the individual members of an organized rural society by those invested with supreme political authority for the good and welfare of the body political or the act of exercising supreme political power or control. And as we can see, the word control is quite dominant in these definitions and it's exercised upon individual. But we can notice as well, there is the supreme power or authority, it is invested by someone. So it is not authority or a power that comes with them, it is given to them. It's a derivative authority. The next uh, definition, the orange, it's the form, government is the form of fundamental rules and principles by which a nation or state is governed or by which individual members of the body politic are to regulate the, their social actions. A constitution, either written or unwritten, by which the rights and duties of citizens and public officers are described and defined. So, what comes to, uh, you know, comes out of this is if you notice to regulate their social actions, actions. So, is this because we are actors and we need to act? Uh, those prescribed and defined uh, rules, you need to use those rules. And this brings us to the crayon version, which is if you think of the game Monopoly that was created by us and all the players that they participate in the game, that they have to follow the rules or otherwise will be punished, who goes to jail, or out of the jail, depends on how, uh, if they break the rules or not. So, but it often, we are so spellbound by the discretion, dis distractions that we forgot we are not the game, the monopoly. We are not the player or the story. 
So if we think or you think that you are the shoe token player in the Monopoly game, you have lost your mind. And so you are being controlled, punished, and used as such. So, you know, we can notice that even in our everyday, even when people, you know, play the game, they still get so emotionally involved. They saw in the game that they think they are the shoot token. They get upset if they lose because <laughs> they think they are the ones going to jail when it's actually the shoot token. <laughs> so we are not the game. We are the creators of the game. Thank you. Thank you, Ravina. Yeah, very good. Fantastic. So just uh, again, for a little more clarification there, I know when uh, Mr. Obama was president of the United States there not too long ago, he was in some type of an interview situation. It almost could have been the United Nations in the background. But anyway, he was suggesting how the simple man and woman out there are not capable of managing their own affairs and therefore they must be governed. A simple man or woman not able to manage their own affairs. I was a little bit offended when I heard, I mean, I know exactly what he's talking about, but yet still when you hear it, it's still a slap in the face because, you know, there was this incredible game, if you want to call it the Monopoly here, that was laid out before us. And You'll when, never think of Monopoly the same. <laughs> Moving forward, just so you know. <laughs> and when we show up to play this game for the first time, we have no idea. It's almost like the instructions were never provided to us, but yet the other players and the bankers sure knows how to play this game. So we kind of got railroaded the first few times around. We didn't understand what was truly happening to us. But again, so Mr. Obama here, we're describing the fact that when he said the simple um, everyday Americans, he's talking a lot of people, very, very few people are at a level where they can understand the statement that he's even talking about. What he's talking about, Mr. Obama there, was everything that we're talking about here. If you're not able to manage your own affairs, the government will do it for you. But here's the saving grace. Once you do prove yourself able or, or capable of managing, managing your own affairs, they actually do let you go. They do actually let you be on your way. They're not there to haunt you anymore with everything the government does. And again, again, of course, I know they do provide some good things. They have to maintain sort of that illusion in the background. But for the most part, there's a lot of not good things going on that you could fix the moment you start managing your own affairs and stop relying on another party or another body politic to do it for you. And again, this is what the entire program here uh, with Divergence is all about so that we help you get control of your own mind. Because if you don't mind your mind, they will control it for you. Who would have known that meant, I mean, we've heard government how many times, and it's not until we're starting to do this research that, I mean, you talk rabbit holes. This man's got to like, come on, baby, come back out. I'm like, but it's just so good, you know, <laughs> like, because there's just so many things that are coming to light and we just have to be patient ourselves and trying to show you everything. So let's go on to the next section here. We have another bonus definition of Oh, you guys are gonna like this one. Artificial person. I, you know, I was going through some my texts that Darren had sent to me, and all of a sudden I see this picture, and then I actually read it. Mm, we gotta just like go over this. It's just too good. Serena, can you please let's see what you found out about artificial person? Can you please first slowly read? what artificial person means for the loved ones. Am I unmuted? <clears throat> yep. Cool. Hi, everyone. How are you going? Um, yes, yeah, so artificial persons, um, we did some research around this, was very, very interesting. So in the red section, it came up that they were created and devised by human laws for the purpose of society and government as distinguished, as distinguished by natural persons. Corporations are examples of unofficial persons. That was in the black laws. Being that corporations, which we know ties with government, also are recognised as artificial persons, courts allow them to assert, assert basic 14th Amendment rights, such as due process and equal protection, just as individuals do as well. 
Therefore, corporations operate with some rights that are under the protection of many of the same laws as we are. That can go into a bigger conversation, <clears throat> pardon me, for another time. Um, in the orange section, as um, on the diagram on the right, an entity such as a corporation created by law and given certain legal rights and duties of a human being, a being real or imaginary, who for the purpose of legal reasoning is treated more or less as a human being. Legal entity and um, the uh, green crayon section, a man-made creation you were put together Hello, Frankenstein, not of a real nature, made by people, humans, often as a copy of thing natural. I've put a link in there as well, which is really, really interesting. If you get a chance to go and read it, it's actually about corporate Frankenstein monster that I found. <clears throat> so um, too long to, to read out, but it's um, very interesting from 2013 that that was actually written. We know artificial means fake, not real, and made by humans to be a copy of something else, something that is real, like furs, artificial robots, ETC. And we know Frankenstein was also an artificial person. So artificial persons are also corporation entities. And this leads into everything else that we're sort of talking about as well. And thank you for listening. Excellent. Thank you, Serena. Thank you so much. I got... Okay, you want to go? I don't know. Yeah, I, I know. I got, you go first. I got two things to throw at this one. Okay. okay, so Dean and I used to get into several, you know, arguments with other people back in the day there about, oh, yeah, but, you know, be a natural person. Just don't be an artificial person. You're all okay. Well, I'm going to suggest still no. I want nothing to do with persons at all. Artificial, natural, or otherwise. I want, I'm not going to associate with... The word person is just too conflicted for us. Our father creator has said, you know what? I don't care what word you put before person. It's still a person. It's, it's an entity. It's, it's not made in the image of our creator, which is why he doesn't want, she doesn't want us playing with them. Point number two. I love here where it says in the right-hand margin, a human being being real or imaginary. That was what I was going to talk about. Okay, so when we're talking about imaginary, whoa, 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 hang on for a second. Why do you think when, you know, when you walk into court, the judge says, you know, uh, Lisa Johnson, uh, there was a summons for your arrest, and has she made an appearance today? And then the court's quiet for a moment. They want to see if someone puts up their hand and says, yes, I will answer a summons to appear let's All just, volunteer. just talk about the word appear for a moment here how can you be and then appear to be something else when you put your halloween costume on and i know jessica's gonna love this one <laughs> when you have your costume on are you still the man or woman underneath the costume our knee-jerk reaction is to say yes but here's what the real answer is no why your persona has now changed. Your image has now changed. I cannot identify you the same way I did five minutes ago. You left the room. Even when you take the mask off. You left the room as one entity. You came back as another entity. I don't even know who I'm dealing with anymore. Yeah, there's a little voice behind the mask that sort, sort of sounds familiar. But at the end of the day, can you truly identify that as the same individual that just left the room? No. So if we're dealing with imaginary things in public court, what are we actually dealing with? We're talking about summoning. What spell summons things? You know, when we're talking about black magic, we're talking about some pretty spooky stuff in the background. Well, again, we'll talk about more of this on other episodes because this one's already saturated. But when you see the black arts or the witchcraft going in the background, you're going to start to really get your eyes opened up your loved ones if they're not already because there's some pretty pretty i just use the word spooky so i won't use that one again but there's some pretty strange things going on in the background which is why when the judge also says when all the fictions and all the costume wearers walk into the courtroom and the judge says all rise he's actually making spiritual comments right here 
He's actually talking about anybody participating or associating with all dead with the dead with, with the dead things. Please rise. So come now, to life. So now that we've given life to the dead, ugh, mm. we're doing ourselves a big, big no, no. This is not good. This is not heading in a in a in a in a positive direction. There can be no love coming out of the end of this tunnel. It's going to be bad. Even though the legal system has to make it appear that it is serving justice and that it is providing remedy uh, to keep the illusion going. That's all, folks. Did you also notice in this paragraph? That it says real or imaginary, like Darren talked about. This was my personal favorite. Who, for the purpose of legal reasoning, okay, aka purposes, is treated more or less as a human being. So, in other words, this thing will be treated more or less like a monster. And again, there's a pretty broad, a broad wow. That's a broad statement. Oh, and more or less, like is there like a range like can we see that range what does that mean what's that look like we might not like to be on the left side of it that's the reality of it what does that mean so again we need to be very careful whether we're personable i mean just to touch on the very next definition because i have touched on this one in the past do you want to be personable i'm going to throw one out there and say absolutely not and as a matter of fact to use that as part of your defense Again, because Dean and I and many other loved ones have been chasing something called status and standing for almost 20 years now. What does personable mean right here? It says having the status of a legal person. Okay, well, if I don't want to have that legal status, all I have to do is say I'm not personable. I'm not able to be a person. Why, oh. why aren't you able to be a person? Because it's against my religious beliefs. There's a good one. I'll piss my father off so much that he's going to send lightning bolts and lakes of fire and demons after me. <laughs> he's going to haunt me. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Right? The, the script, scriptures talk a lot about not provoking our father. And your honor, I will extremely provoke my father to chasten me with horrors if I show up in person. So therefore, Your Honor, there's my cause of action. I'm not personable. That wasn't even on the curriculum tonight. Thank you, honey. Queens, if we can please add that in an extra slide as far as personable, because wow, look at that. It's, if we don't wanna be personable, we're saying we are not able to be that legal person. And, and boom and therefore you've obviously right then and there changed your status wow if you haven't admitted to being personable and maintaining a legal status as soon as you as soon as you suggest or claim you're unpersonable or not personable then you've actually just changed your status right then and there but look at again how they twisted that word on us oh they want you want to be personable because then everybody likes you like again every word means the opposite when we talk about you have to completely reprogram yourself because they did this on purpose sneaky little shits i tell ya they, that's why you just every time i applaud them at the end of any slideshow we're doing because the plan is so perfect and again just a quick recap here just while we're talking about this again lawyers have no power over a man or a woman they only have power over corporations so let's get the man and woman to act like a corporation we'll call it a person and as soon as you act in person the lawyers and the court systems legally around the world now have absolute power over you and can grind you right into the dirt more to come on lawyers another one of our favorite topics okay Moving on. Now, like uh, Rovina said, if you have lost your mind, that's the whole purpose of a government coming into power. So it can mind it for you. And while it's minding it for you, it's minding your trust as well. But read this question and feel it, loved ones. We are all about feeling. If you have lost your mind, 
then who has your heart? And there's salvation here. Even though you may have lost your mind and you're a lunatic and you can't manage your own affairs and now the state's going to step in and do it for you and they've got all kinds of plans for us. I don't know if anyone's paying attention to something called Agenda 21 or Agenda 2030 or they might even be up to Agenda 2050 now. Point is that these are books this thick that you can actually go read where the governments are around the world are planning what they're going to do. They and, have meetings. And they are going to do it because they have the right to do it. They have the ability to it. No one can take them to court and say, no, you don't have the right to do it. Why though? Well, here's why. When you have lost your mind, they now have it. They will speak for you. Therefore, you've got no rights. But your heart at some point is powerful enough to get involved and change your mind. You might wake up one day and say, wow, I remember something all of a sudden. This is why we focus 70% of our wisdom system on spirituality, because you can actually get your heart back before your mind. Imagine that. And this is all part of the process for actually speeding this up. We're actually not trying to create extra obstacles and barriers and corners and, and loop-de-loops and, and wasting time. We're actually trying to develop something that is, it is the most efficient model that we can use that is actually going to render your ability to go do something about this for yourself sooner than later. I'm not interested in spending the next thousand days talking about the same things over and over and over and over again. No, no, no. Again, this is why we're going to foundation. Yeah, we're, we're going to bang out a foundation here. Then we're going to add layers to it. You can use that vocabulary, go build your farms. And then at the end of this, yes, you would literally have enough knowledge to go fill out your own court paperwork. And this way, when the judge asks you, did you write this? Yep. That's a huge part, loved ones. As soon as you say, no, I didn't write this, then the judge instantly knows you're not worthy. But we can make this crayon. You don't have to go in with the form saying his stuff. You could come in with a crayon version of how you understand this. Take our glossary and take everything green, loved ones. It is your intent. As long as the judge goes, mm, girl or mm, boy, gentlemen, nicely done. And again, to support this statement, there was a judge here in Canada not long ago. I'm talking pretty fresh, said this. It's not the fancy language. It's the clarity of what it is you're trying to say. Are you clear on what you're talking about? Or do you have to read the words? Now, this is where my paperwork actually does not appear to be clear at all. <laughs> As a matter of fact, it's nothing but confusing. Very. It's nothing but the fancy language. I don't understand most 99% of it. But the, I have to get him to literally crayon for it for us. But the point is, is that I can speak to it if I had to, to a judge. Now, again, it's unreasonable to expect everybody, every loved one out there to have to get to that level. So no, we're not going to do it. We're actually just going to start getting all these nuts and bolts put into this program here that you're watching and you're a part of right now. And we're going to provide three variations of it. And we're going to get it to you so that pretty soon you can start helping yourself. Now, we threw a couple little bonus parts in there because they're very important for your foundation of getting what an American is, what required and registered means. So when they say very soon, every American, very soon, every unnatural, abnormal human monster will be required, also known as demanded and forced to register, which means to make available to everyone publicly and to be controlled by the government because you've lost your mind. Their biological property, which we now mean now knows, which we now know means anything concerning your life and any interest in it. Okay, so it took us three episodes just to define five words. Because the five words we what we thought they meant means something completely different. So carrying on with the sentence in a national system. Okay, so here's the thing, loved ones. <laughs> this episode, national, 
we're going to spend the whole episode almost talking about this because as we started diving into this, it started opening up a lot of boxes. We started realizing we were going to be confusing some of our loved ones if we didn't lay a little bit more foundation for the foundation. <laughs> Again, we're listening to spirit as far as how we can deliver this in the easiest way possible. I learned something today. I've heard national, I've heard citizen. I'm going to be honest, I thought they were pretty much the same. And that's because they wanted you to think they're pretty much the same. Let's define national. Black's Law version, please. So this is pertaining or relating to a nation as a whole, commonly applied in American law to institutions, laws, or affairs of the United States or its government. What this is actually trying to say is when you're born, you had certain some things when you were born. They came with you automatically. Now, these affairs that you have, you can do something with these affairs. You can commonly apply them in American law and institutions in the United States or its government, or you actually had an option, which we didn't know about. So that leads us into the orange definition belonging to or maintained by the federal government. Okay, so it, what do you mean belonging to? That means they own it. Belonging to the federal government and it's maintained by the federal government. One that owes allegiance to or is under the protection of a nation without regard to the more formal status of citizen or subject. I love the way they say formal status of citizen or subject. What does formal mean? It means forms. It means paperwork. It doesn't mean you put on a nice suit or a beautiful dress to go out for dinner for a formal occasion. Nope, they're talking papers here. So now that you have assumed the identity of papers for a citizenship that belongs to the government, what a beautiful formal affair that is. Now that they've got this piece of paper with your consent all over it, your agreement to it, now they can control you so again with the orange version when they're saying without regard so it's saying without forms a person sorry person a man or a woman of the land a national doesn't come with paperwork they don't come with boundaries on where that what line they have to stay on let's cry on this it's someone who can live in a country but is not of but not of the country the country didn't create them who creates a man or a woman it's depending on who you choose if you chose your father or if you chose canada or australia or whatever citizenship you are nationals are not citizens they're different they're not part of the public now we know that we've heard of the private citizens Yes, but we're going to get into that. So the reason there's a nice, pretty little picture up here, take a little picture of this in your mind. National's good. Yay. We like national. What we don't like is citizen. Okay, so let's do a block law on what a citizen is about. So this is a, a relationship between an individual so you'll notice right here, they don't say a person, right? Citizenship is a relationship between an individual and a state. Because what would the alternative be here between a person and a state? That would suggest that there's already two states going on. You're in one state as a corporation, intercoursing or playing with another state. That's a slightly different twist to this already. So to which the individual owes allegiance and in turn is entitled to its protection. And we're going to expand on this one a little bit. What owes allegiance? When, whenever you see the word owes, that means a debt. That means I owe, if I owe you something, right? So if I owe you allegiance, if you want to expand on that for just a minute, that literally means everything. And in return, I'm entitled to being protected through my allegiance to whatever it is i've pledged allegiance to so moving forward each state determines the conditions under which it will recognize persons as citizens 
and the conditions under which that status will be withdrawn. Oh, so you can withdraw this? Oh, okay, that's interesting. Recognition by a state as a citizen generally carries with it recognition of, you might as well put legal here first, legal, civil, political, and social rights, which are not afforded to non-citizens. Again, when you're the citizen of Italy, you don't quite have the same uh, rights as a citizen of China. There's some slight differences here, loved ones. So in general, the basic rights normally regarded as arising from citizenship are the right to a passport, the right to leave, and the right to return to the countries of citizenship, the right to live in that country and to work there. You can even be dual. That's all fantastic. But you know what? The citizen component here, again, is public in nature and what we've already known by the first couple episodes here as soon as you are part or, or as soon as you're playing that public citizen game we know there's not a lot of rights there what is the point of taking your rights giving them to somebody so that that somebody can just turn around and give them back to you in a different version why didn't you just hang on to them in the first place and saved a whole lot of trouble well again this is what we're going to start to unravel for everybody so crayon of citizen means you have sworn an oath, mm, hands on your heart, it's on the Bible, whatever that is, very, very, very bad. And do you notice they make you swear oaths on the Bible? Ooh, double bad. Or to make a pledge as a member of a club. A citizen is a member of a club. You're a member of a country, nice and simple. Problem is, that country exists on paper, on the sea, not on the land. That's the illusion of all of this. So this is where, think of it like this. So I'm just going to preemptively just throw one out here. When you're, when you're born, when you are first, you know, mom hasn't even held you yet. You're still in the doctor's hands. You are natural, correct? There's no persons here yet. There's no citizens here yet. There's no none of that. You're natural for just a moment in time, which is kind of interesting because the word national and the word natural, look how close those are. So something happens here where you're, you're born with a, na a nation, you're born with nationality. And then believe it or not, loved ones, we literally take that and we trade it for citizen. So Ship. they're often used together. You're going to see citizenship, nationality. They like bringing them together. They're actually on the birth registration coming up. And we're seeing the time, honey. We have to really stay on time. So here's the difference between the two. You have to make application to become a citizen. It's usually done on your birth registration. Whereas a national can live in the country, but not be of the country. Because the country didn't create him. When you're born, you're your own nation. Here's there, there's there it is in, in a nutshell. If you're your own nation, why do you want to go become a part of another nation? And that's why countries create citizens. They need members of their club. But when you agree to be a member of their club, you have to pay by the rules or else. Now, national does not, because like Darren said, they're their own country. They abide by no law because. They are of the land, not of the country. Big difference. When you're born a national, it's like you own your own country. This is what Darren was talking about. So this is where, again, we trade our nationality for citizenship. And what we're about to tell you here is, oops, that was a mistake. We should have held on to our own nationality. This is, again, why you'll find as we delve into this and the further we go, when you finally start tapping into that trust fund monies, there's enough monies back there for you to literally have your own nation. No joke. You can literally have your own banking system, your own currency. So a national, just to get our brains around this, it can't be removed. We're born with it. It's, it's our God-given inheritance. It's Father's gift to us. When you come into this world, you, you're automatically given this. We are of a nation of heaven first. I loved that. You're a nation of heaven first. But then we gave it away. 
this is what we did. We signed that birth registration saying we wanted to be a citizen or an, a national to create a nationality for them. And they granted our nationality by taking our inheritance. You are no longer a national. Congratulations, you are a public citizen. So this is where we have this confusion with nationality and citizenship. We're about to show you an image here in a second where consider it national is private. Because when you actually take a look at the word international law, international law is heavily based in equity, heavily based in private doctrines and principles, not the public stuff. So you got inter, so that means like you're in with a bunch of others, nationals, international, private stuff. So here's my particulars of live birth. This is the longer uh, document that you can get from Vital Statistics. This is what mom and dad helped to fill out. This is what creates the other little birth certificate that shows up in the mail. So this live birth record, the, the one on legal size paper, you'll notice here, okay, now this is just me with the page turned sideways so that we can read it. So the margin is reserved for binding, which is an interesting word if you consider what binding really means. Do you think that's where they put holes in the paper and they bind it like a book? Or does it actually even have a deeper meaning? So write plainly with unfading ink, this is a permanent record. No, really. Comma, citizenship. Notice what they do right here citizenship without any punctuation it goes right to nationality in brackets this is a very sneaky sneaky little thing they did here we're actually talking about two states of being right here or possible states of being citizenship is not nationality that's why one is in brackets otherwise it would have just said citizenship comma nationality and they would have carried on but again this is where the grammar this is where the and again i i didn't do well in english in school but yet I'm still able to see this nowadays. So this is what this thing continues to say. So that citizenship, nationality is defined in terms of the country to which the person, there you go again, owes allegiance. And I don't even need to go on to continue finishing what that is talking about. I'm just going to home in on this for a second. When something is in brackets, it's technically an afterthought. It's te technically removed from the other part of the of the the language or the phraseology so what this should actually read is like this citizenship is defined in terms of the country to which the person owes allegiance well, as soon as nationality is in brackets it's actually taken out but yet i can still read it i'm looking at it right well no this is what parentheses is for parentheses is literally the beginnings of a border it's the beginnings of a box it's the beginnings to separate something from something else. Now, did you guys notice that there is a parentheses? You know, I long times since I dusted that word off of the shelf, let me tell you. But yes, it's this. It's this around a word. This is a big deal in law. We're going to talk about that. And did you notice that in this picture, citizenship, and nationality is in all caps. Yeah. So the word we're, we're talking about the the corporate constructs here. Corpses calling all dead people. Because again, were you born a man or a woman, or were you born a nation? Well, no. Okay. So see, nation is just another title, or it's just another state of being that comes after the fact. You're born a man or a woman first. If you want to take on imagery of a of a nation or a national go ahead but point being here's something that i wanted to just throw uh out to you loved ones real quick so this is out of the hague convention in 1907 article 23 now just let me pre prescribe this or just let me insert this right here the men and women who generate these documents do not make mistakes period these are very well versed very articulate they have incredible minds that go over this stuff to the point where there are no mistakes in the legislation that, that these people crank out. So when you go to talk about Article 23 here, now again, this is talking about war conditions and how to treat prisoners of war and how to treat poverty. Like the worst of the worst. Like, look, to deploy 
poison or poisonous weapons what do you do with these people like this is like the worst situations to deal with so they're suggesting here in this Hague convention that in addition to the prohibitions provided by special coven convention. conventions it is especially forbidden especially forbidden to do the following list let's go right to h the last one it is especially forbidden to declare abolished <laughs> suspended or inadmissible in a court of law the rights and actions of the nationals of the hostile party you'll notice they didn't say citizen they said nationals there is a huge difference here loved ones they wanted us to think it was the same thing but it's not okay crayon version let's reread what that actually says because again you read that sentence in h and you're like I don't know what that means. <laughs> okay. okay, so what this is, you want me So in crayon means, if we're gonna read H all over again, it's saying it's forbidden to declare, to abolish, to suspend any naturals, nationals, nationals rights as they come in peace and are not the hostile party. If they're not the hostile party, who is? Well, here's a hint, it's the citizens. They're the enemies of the state. They want us to live a life thinking it's the exact opposite. We're on the sea at battle right now. That's why we're at war. And when you're at war using somebody else's property, somebody else's name, they can do all kinds of bad shit to us. So point being, we are not the hostile party when we are the nationals. That Hague Convention uh, little snippet was a pretty important part because it significantly establishes the difference between citizens and nationals the nationals are to be protected the citizens are not let's get back to this parenthesis this is a big deal so the meaning of parenthesis it says here it's an afterthought it's additional information that is possibly interesting but not essential to the subject that's huge that basically means this in brackets can be removed it means that there's a difference between the two and notice how it says and again which where uh this isn't blocks what is this oh this okay so but the point being we're right here where they say this is possibly interesting possibly is a future interest it's possible that someone may express an interest in being a national that's what we're just starting to find out now oopsie doops we thought this was all about becoming a public citizen so we removed it we can actually put it back we can actually chase this we can actually pursue option b that we actually didn't know was there if it is not fundamental let's talk about what fundamental actually is well here's a quick definition we're talking funds and we're talking mind mental is mind and we know what funds are how do you fund a mind well it's saying nationals is not fundamental to make citizenship bingo why do you need to be a citizen of one country when you are your own country if you so choose to be it see how they these wordsmiths these oh, dirty. these these magicians with the words over all these centuries that have just completely dumbfounded everybody including us up until very recently into thinking that we were living a completely different life so you don't need anything to make a national remember no forms it's informal but you need a certificate to create a citizen a, a corporation see the difference no no money or mines required <laughs> i love that just take a certificate that's why they said it's not essential yeah. we don't need your mind we don't need your money we don't need any of that we just need that little piece of paper yeah it's like wow it's, it's so when you become a citizen you actually lose your mind now and because you are you literally just went and killed yourself incapacitated as in they're decapitated gonna, they're just gonna take and they're gonna hold your trust and as they should you just lost your mind yeah you should also lose your funds yeah absolutely and again you actually do lose your funds they do throw it into the big pot over there for the public to use in order to prevent something called equitable waste equitable waste is this if there's something sitting in here 
well, there's no point in wasting it just because someone doesn't want to drink it. We might as well give it to everybody else so that they can have some. Preventing equitable waste. That's a very important thing that we're going to talk about a little bit later. Okay, so this parenthesis, okay, because you're going to get good at your grammar. It means that there's two things, two options, two choices. There's two things going on here. And you can choose either citizenship or nationality. But we chose. This is Dean's word citizenship yeah. that's for you dean thank you very much <laughs> wrong one so when we actually look at this now if we're going to look at this sentence that's on the birth registration form we need to remove nationality completely remove it from this form that's what they're actually saying so now let's read it citizenship is defined in terms of the country to which the person owes allegiance mm. so what that's saying and what we've come to know is that each citizen of the commonwealth even countries that are not of the commonwealth there's some form of wording or pledge that you make to the country you stand behind. Mm. Put your flag up proudly. Welcome to Satan's world. You are a corporation. You just made yourself a god. You are now worshiping another god. What does that mean? You're breaking the first commandment. When you are doing such things, what does this remind you of? There's the picture of the golden calf. In case you're confused. Dirty, dirty shit. Again, they get away with this because they put it right there on the document. It was up to us to know all this stuff. Well, my parents were of average intelligence, but they sure as hell didn't know any of this stuff. And I didn't know a single man or woman out there. Neither did Dean when we were growing up for, for anybody to know anything about any of this stuff. So again, don't feel bad. Don't feel like you're a victim. It's happened to all of us. And here's the thing. We have spent an hour defining the word national do you see how vast this web is so let's summarize national real quick crayon version be careful who you swear your oaths to and for what purpose in fact do not even swear them in the first place why let's talk oaths what does scripture say about oaths? We'll finish up with this. But above all things, my brethren, swear not. That means don't do it. Neither by heaven, neither by the earth, neither by any other oath. But let your yea be your yea and your nay be your nay. Lest ye fall into condemnation. Mm, that doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound good. So we were just talking about nation and now we're talking about condemn the nation. It's almost like, Oh, I had my nation taken away. Interesting choice of wordages here, right? Mm -hmm. Moving on numbers 30 verse two. If a man vow a vow unto the Lord or swear an oath to bind his soul with a bond, he shall not break it with his word. He shall do according to all that proceedeth out of his mouth. What that is suggesting is once you make your oath, you are stuck with it. You can't undo it. It's there for eternity. So the scriptures actually in a number of other instances, they actually talk about don't swear oaths at all, which is why when Jody was mentioning earlier there in this segment, when, when we walk into court and the judge asks us to swear on the Bible, A, we're not supposed to be doing that. And when, can you imagine now what just happened? You walked in in person and now you're swearing an oath as a god as a monster you're swearing an oath on the bible as a monster really i am gonna speak the truth as a dead person so help me god as a god so yeah it's like the irony of it and i've actually you know you can actually see the judges this is where they part of their procedures you can see them now they'll they'll establish a baseline of resentment they almost hate you because you just showed up in his court as an imposter committing fraud with intent to deceive he hates you he wants to punish you like as fast as he can and it's not up to him to explain this to you 
So with that, loved ones, episode four, actually, sorry, I meant to put episode four is actually tomorrow. We're going to get into some more defining. We can't define national in less than an hour because national branches off into these other words. But now when you hear national, you're going to be like, I want to be a national, but I don't want to have nationality to something else. So we're going to go through what it means when the definition talks about a system designed to track the people and it will operate under the ancient system of pledging again pledging is a massive one you should see all yeah, the information it's, we it's have pretty on that. it's pretty intense and just to back up uh, one little segment here what we were talking about and all this will be registered in a national system well if national is private and national is good what just happened there we registered or we created something public and we gave it to a private something to manage it. So again, you see there's distinctions here. Here I am the public citizen, but I'm still gonna register it with a private organization. Interesting little twist. Once you find out that your federal tax collecting agencies, these are all private corporations. Once you find out generally that all these corporations that we know as countries and this, that, and the other, they're all businesses ran by private individuals in the background that you don't know who they are because they're all created in trust they're all created with sneaky secret things going on so it's actually pretty dubious it's actually pretty hurtful the way they've set the the way the bankers have set this system up to reap profits from the people and fleece their pockets with all of our life energy and this is what we're here loved ones is to start taking that back and using it appropriately the way our father he or she wanted us to do it so stay tuned for the next episode i think we're done here yeah, uh, stay vigilant stay happy above all else we're making progress more stories to come and just because we covered one word be clear the seeds that were planted tonight the intentions that we set so that this energy can be easily accurately assimilated by all of you let it let it settle let yourself recalibrate keep coming back it's going to start making sense we promise and questions remember we're going to start setting fridays aside for questions so all week start dropping your questions in there i'll we'll literally take that whole hour or usually fridays i wouldn't be surprised if it goes a little bit longer than an hour and then we're just going to smash through all the questions every single one of them. we're not going to miss one all right <laughs> promise oh, actually, actually oh, wow. i should have counted how many questions there were before yeah. i said that okay. well, we'll, we'll, all right. we'll do a good job <laughs> We will do our best to make it happen. And so it is. <laughs> love you. Okay, we'll love you, you everybody. Talk Bye, to you everyone. Bye-bye.